Challenger. Live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. Twelve degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. And Mike Prada. As a gym coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle! Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mack on the mic to my right. The commish, Randy Hansen And Randy, I had a pretty tough loss in fantasy last week, but yet still here doing the show. I feel like that deserves some recognition. Absolutely. You know, the commish has lost uh, the last three weeks in a row, dropping 140s each week and, and catching that L. It's been, a, it's been a bad couple weeks for the lounge, you could say, for the lounge guys. In typical Randy fashion, you minimize my own adversity to talk about yours. I really feel appreciated about that. Uh, but yeah, no one's going to feel sorry for you, you know, because uh, you've been in the playoffs a lot, you know, so people actually kind of want to see you lose. So no one would feel sorry for you. Absolutely. You know, people always root for my demise, but you got to prove the haters wrong. So I'm looking forward to a, a good week. Good week nine. Good week nine. It's Halloween. You know, my team might spook some people. That's why they want them out. But uh, I'm, feel, I'm feeling confident going into week nine. Sure. Um, speaking of Halloween, we got a special segment, The Walking Dead. This is for teams that, you know, pretty much uh, have no shot at, at playing in the postseason. We're going to talk our league and then as well as the NFL. And we're going to kick things off talking NFL here. The Chicago Bears. Boy, oh boy, do they look terrible, huh? Welcome to the Night Bear before Christmas, my friend. Um, we need the, the pet sem- We need the cemetery from Pet Cemetery, you know, to bring these bears alive because it has been brutal, absolutely brutal. Brutal as a fan to watch, not only to rip our hearts out last week after a missed field goal, but just brutal coaching, brutal quarterback play. The defense has been mediocre at best. You know, that vaunted, scary uh, Chicago D has kind of been a little little quiet, I would say, the last three games. And um, I, I don't know. I don't even know where to go from there. No pass rush to really speak of. Um, I got a question, though, for you. Have you seen a bigger heel turn in Chicago sports than Matt Nagy? Um, I saw Dan Green tweet something out, and I thought that was interesting. How, you know, he Nagy and Trubisky specifically had Chicago eating out of the palm of their hand. And pretty much after week four, after that Oakland loss, uh, it's been downhill for Nagy in terms of just his PR and uh, his media um, coverage in terms of how... I feel like a lot of Chicago media is covering him in a negative way now. You know what? I'm, I'm a big Nagy supporter. Still, still am. But he's he's very arrogant and smug. Uh, what does it say on his, his board? BU or something like that? His, uh, Not familiar. His, clip, his clipboard where he calls the plays. When, um, what do you think it's it's worse? Is it Nagy's coaching or is it Mitch's play? Or is it a, a totality of both? Uh, ooh, I like that word, totality. Yeah. I don't know, man. Trubisky's missed some wide-open throws. I think the play calling, I think maybe Nagy feels he has to overcompensate for Trubisky's lack of um, playmaking skills with flashy play calls that result in a lot of negative yards, so that makes him look worse. I think if I had to pick one, if you're if you're putting a gun to my head, like who would I rather have for the next five years, it's probably Matt Nagy. Absolutely. Uh, Dan Orlowski had an interesting tweet today. He was talking about 
Um, last year, when you look at the Chicago offense, you're getting Mitch out of the pocket more, letting Mitch, you know what, run. You know, he had a lot of a lot of rushing yards last year. He was averaging like almost 35 yep. rushing yards a game. Um, now, under this new offense this year, he's been a pocket passer, and I don't think that's Mitch's game. Um, Mitch also said in his press conference that he's he's – He's having fun, but it doesn't seem like he's playing loose and having fun. Well, and know, I, and well, that's what happens when you got expectations. Yeah, you know, I just think that these guys weren't ready for that Super Bowl caliber team stress that Chicago put on and we expected to see. And Mitch is folding under pressure as always. And it doesn't help that he, every every stat and every commentator, they bring up every game. It's Mitch got drafted before Deshaun Watson. He got drafted before Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. And to live yourself up to those two quarterbacks, which are going to be Right now, on the verge of being future Hall of Famers, to be go on, it just it it's a lot of pressure, and Mitch is not ready. I for will that say this: if I come to the defense of Mitch Trubisky, two of the biggest drives that he has had has resulted in possibly game winning field goals that our field goal kickers have missed. You talk about the playoff game against Philly, and then last week he did everything he could. He got them down. Uh, you know, I don't want to say the biggest game of the year, but I mean we were kind of staring three and three. Win, you feel really good. You go to four and three, and Panero just flat out missed the field goal. Yeah, we're one for four on uh, the last two years on game-winning field goals, and they're all within forty-three yards. And the only field goal we hit was against Denver when uh, Eddie Panero banged that one that we should have lost that game as well. Um, going forward, I'd like to see uh, Chuck Pagano uh, dial up the defense a little more, be a little more aggressive. But at this time, you're so far back in the NFC North behind Green Bay. Green Bay is going to run away with the division, and the Vikings aren't losing any games really. What are the Vikings five and two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's well, just like you're looking upstream, and then you're looking look at, at the, the West. N- look yeah, you're at looking the at the West. You're I mean. looking at the West with three teams of the caliber. I just think you dug yourself a hole enough. The only good thing is Nagy was talking today in his press conference that they showed um, going back to the uh, World Series. You're showing at that time the Nationals. Had like no chance to even make the playoffs, and yet they made a run. Okay. But then, but then you got. That's two different sports here, people. I know. I just. But you also had some. You, you, you got guys that could throw the ball there yeah, at the Nationals. Yeah, you got every. Yeah, you got Strasburg and Scherzer. Every, yeah, every, you got guys that could throw the rock. Yeah. So. Well, that's uh, yeah. I mean, that's just that's that's another reason probably why people hate Nagy when he's saying shit like that. I mean, that's ridiculous. I don't want if you're a Bears fan. That's the last. That's the last thing I want to hear is Matt Nagy talking about the. That's, that's what he did. He put it on a PowerPoint for the team. You know, we're, one week we're doing egg toss. Next week we're putting on PowerPoints like, hey, anything's possible. Like this is miracle on ice. Um, it's a terrible position to be in, but as you could see, they hold their own faith, and a lot can happen in the NFL, big injuries and stuff like that. So uh, you got to win. you got to put some, some W's on the board, and they got a good opportunity this week against a Philly team that has looked like they kind of ride the ship, but we'll see. At Philly, it's going to be a rough game, but if they win, you're back to 4-3, and you're uh, above 500. So you got to go from you mentioned ship, right? Because ship involves water, right? Here's Follow me along here. Now, we're talking Walking Dead. Here's the guy in our league that you might be considered dead in the water. Um, and we're going to talk Waleed's team, who's 2-6 and six in the hardest division in our whole league. Um, is it officially? Uh, is he officially a walking zombie right now in our league? He's just walking zombie, up. is he the Titanic? The guys are playing on the boat and stuff. Uh, as, is, as the boat goes down, uh, guys are banned ship. Um, the Waddles, the, the Wadleys. Right now, Waldo's 2-6 and six and arguably the hardest division in the whole league with three of the top five teams. He gambled on Devontae Adams. Uh, may pay off a little bit too late, 
plus the acquisitions of David Johnson and Chase Edmonds may be his downfall going forward. Uh, for Waddle, uh, for for the Waddles, you know he he loves the wheel and deal, and you live by the sword and you die by the sword. So that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Uh, he's at two at six, and it's gonna be a hard climb back up. So how how about how about this? How about this? The Bears or the, the Waddles? Who's the, a better chance to make the playoffs? Yeah, the Bears. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see it for Waldo. No offense, Waldo. I mean, you're projecting. The one twenty seven possibly win this week. You know what it was that that loss to Semo really just put the dagger in him mentally. When he when he spoke into existence, yeah, yeah, mentally and emotionally. Um, like even this week he's playing Channel's team. Channel's team's red hot. You got to get the win here. Ah, he's starting Golden Tate, Mike Williams, and maybe Devontae Adams if he plays. He's supposed to play, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not seeing it for Waldo. Um, if he gets this win though, anything's possible. But I, I I'm pretty sure Waldo's. Uh, Dunzo. You would imagine Devontae Adams on a snap count, wouldn't you? You would imagine. Yeah. Um, we could talk let's talk one more team. I don't want to talk about my team because I think it's bad luck. Because I'm also I'm three and five, but Andy right now, three and five. Are you ready to uh is are you ready to crown him uh Walking Dead? Um not necessarily Andy had a big win against me last week. I know I was turning in on me, as you say. But when you look at uh, Andy's division He's only chasing. He's only chasing by a, a game. True. Yeah. So he's he's got a lot of opportunities. And he's he's hot right now on a two game win streak. I he can't turn around. He is called the spot start king for a reason. So I'm never counting Andy out. Um, there's still there's still some and, weeks to be played. And he's got two the two headed monster and, and Zeke and Cook. The issue is right now he's playing Steuben, and Steuben had Sanders and Kittle both going tonight, and they kind of popped off here. That's kind of problematic. Gardner Minshew gonna continue to to wheel and deal in London, because basically you need a you, you need every win here and you you trust in Minshew and again that's not a bad trust, but like do I see a game where Minshew maybe throws up a dud? I do and that could be his demise, but we'll see. I think he's got a lot of firepower. I'm not ready to crown him yet. I'm not ready to take him out sniper style right yeah. to the dome, but. Um, He's got he's got tough, he's got an uphill climb here, but you said the division's weak. Our division's weak, so he's got a shot still. Not ready to crown him yet. I like the the team name that you changed, Mikey Chester. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, just randomly. I just yeah. thought it sounded good. Yeah, is that something you were striving for? Is yeah, maybe. You, you know, is that your Halloween costume? Mike, pretty Mikey much? Onions was not working for me. Um, you should just go straight Mikey Meltdown. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like actually in a good place mentally. Yeah, like revenge mode. Though. It's, it's That's what like, I'm talking about. Like revenge mode. Like yeah, scorched, Mikey, yeah, scorched earth. Mikey scorched earth going forward. Yeah, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, it doesn't. But well, we can figure something out. I'm hey, maybe the listeners at home, maybe you could uh, tweet tweet at me at uh, Tater Trots. Um, which uh, fantasy name I should change it to? Yeah, Mikey's got to be the the first part though. Yeah, it's got to be Mikey. You know, yeah. I've had Mikey Pesto, Mikey Onions, Mikey Roommate, Mikey Nightlife, anything Mikey. Mikey Cheesecake. Mikey Netflix. Mikey Cheese. I like Mikey Cheesecake. That could be, my, hey, Mikey Cheesecake. That could be the running. Okay. We just talked about Andy. That's very fitting because there are a lot of buys coming up in this next segment called the Spot Star King. These are guys that are are owned in people's leagues, but here's are guys that you, I think, should feel comfortable starting as like wide receiver threes, running back two type players or spot star tight ends for that matter. Spot star king, Randy. Give me a guy moving forward in the buys coming up. And there's been buys obviously previously, but you know, as we continue to to go through these bye weeks, give me some guys that you feel comfortable starting 
that are on people's rosters, but maybe not our big names. Um, I'm going to start out with uh, the running back out of Buffalo, New York. That is Devin Singletary. Finally, he's healthy. He's currently ranked 49th running back. Um, last week, outsnapped Frank Gore 42-18 and played 68% of the downs. He dropped to 14.9 while only rushing the ball three times. I believe Buffalo will get back to running the ball. Last week was a blowout against Philly, so they were passing the ball a lot. But I think they're going to get back to running the ball and trusting their defense as they make that playoff uh, run down the stretch. And I think uh, healthy Devontae Singletary coming out of uh, training camp, they were pumping him up as this guy's being the future back for them. I think he takes over that workload for Frank Gore and uh, potentially is uh, a high-value running back too. Yeah, I mean, it's just it just makes too much sense. Every time he's on the field, something positive happens. And I know Gore gives him that stability. But you would think, you know, moving forward, Singletary's got to get some more work. He's just a playmaker in that offense. I know he had that hamstring issue at the, uh, like, a little midway through the beginning of the season. But he looks healthy now. He's running the ball good. He catches the ball out of the backfield. And I think uh, he starts popping off. Yeah, okay. I'm going to stay in the running back position. Uh, former Bear Jordan Howard. People don't know this, but he's technically the 21st running back in PPR uh, formats. Again, not a receiver per se, but here's a guy that his snap count is gradually increasing. I think um, Philly is at its best when it's a little bit more balanced. Miles Sanders is there, but he's kind of operating a different role. Look, I like Jordan Howard, especially this week against the Chicago team that uh, has been pretty bad against the run. I look for Jordan Howard revenge game. To kind of have a big game this week, and I think Philly's starting to turn it around a little bit. I would expect them to 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 use Jordan Howard a little bit more. I expect him to get a little red zone touches. I think Jordan Howard in the next couple weeks. I know he's on a bye next week, but next three weeks you could kind of feel good starting him as your as your running back too and feel decent about it. Um, I agree. Does it make you at all worried that Miles Sanders was popping off last week? No, no, not at all, not at all, not at all. Does it? Does it? Not at all. Yeah, because Jordan Howard had over twenty. Over 20 rushes. Just very, just very dismissive. Yeah, no, I mean, 20 rush touch for 90 yards. And, and right. it's I mean, okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll I take just, that. I just brought it up. No, I mean, it. again, it's very similar to kind of what Buffalo's doing right now with Gore and Singletary. Only, I think, obviously, Howard's a little bit more explosive than Gore. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to kick it off next with the guy that's playing right now. It's Thursday night and he's having a hell of a game. But uh, Emmanuel Sanders, currently ranked wide receiver 26. And that was prior to this game. Already has a TD in each of the games he's played in for San Fran. We were wondering how he would adjust to this new offense and coming in midweek last week. And he's... Uh, Looks amazing. Yeah, he's already... Last week he was on the field 82% of the snaps last week and had five targets. And already this week he said eight targets. Ball, um, 21 already. Gotta crazy. love the volume and it appears San Francisco has acquired their number one wideout they've been searching for in that Shanahan offense. So you gotta love that going forward, especially... For Dave, I know he had Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders both on his team, and you love to separate them, and they go to two different teams, and they're both going to pop off. Yeah, it's good for Daily Dave, huh? Yeah. Good for him. He had a tough loss last week. We're not going to get into it just yet, but, you know, I'm going to talk about that because, uh, you know, I felt it was a little karma coming his way, and I'll get to that in a second. But, look, I've been high on the Dolphins. I know, Mike, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Miami Dolphins are the worst team in the league. Yeah, but they're fantasy. Now I would say gold mine. But what's like a thing? Uh, maybe like a coal mine, right? Because coal is valuable, right? Is yeah. That, is that yeah. a thing? People, people trade coal, right? That's a commodity. Yeah, it's a good commodity. You know yeah, what I mean? You know, people heat their houses with it, right? 
Or is that not right? Um, maybe in, if you're poor. Uh, but well, maybe in the 1800s. This, yeah, if this is 1920s. You know, they power boats with coal, I think, yeah. right? In the Titanic. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the coal's important, too. Don't forget about coal. So this is a coal mine here. Devontae Parker, I know I've been high on Preston Williams, but Devontae Parker, 57 fantasy points over the last four games, 26 targets the last four games, three out of the four last games, t- saw the end zone. So here's a guy that's getting work. Here's a guy that, again, with Ryan Fitzpatrick there, I'm sorry, but he he's good enough to where these guys are relevant. And... Mark Walton's kind of an interesting prospect for me. I like Preston Williams. They play the Jets this week. I kind of like that matchup. I think they could kind of do some damage there. And, again, Devontae Parker, spot star three. You got to feel good about that. Yeah, I actually actually like that. Uh, I love the moxie out of Fitzpatrick. He's like the ageless wonder out there. He just doesn't matter what team he's on. He's like like, uh, the Joker in a 52-deck of cards. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. He could be whatever you need him to be. Oh, okay. That's where you go with it. You know what I mean? I know it's a little reach, but... um, It's slight reach. Slight reach. That's the way I feel about uh, Fitzpatrick, and I like that. I thought you were saying you were talking about Miami's defense as a spot start, and I was going to rip you a new one, but... No, but I I like the Devontae Parker. Finally, it looks like we've been talking about for fantasy for years about is Devontae Parker actually going to be relevant, and he actually looks like he has some fantasy value. Okay. Um, Do you have any more? I got one last one. No, that's it for me. Okay. I'm going to stay in the receiver position. 27th overall PPR fantasy receiver. That's DJ Moore. What's interesting about DJ Moore is that he's actually 16th in targets. So you got to love that volume. Three to the seven games, he's played double-digit targets. Um, look, if it's Allen or Cam Newton, I still feel okay enough to start him. Um I kind of like what Kyle Allen's doing there. And, again, I'm assuming after that they got – I know they got shellacked by San Francisco. I'm assuming that Cam Newton is coming back. You got to play Cam Newton, right? Yeah. I I think it's like down to that point where it's like a week-to-week basis, and I believe he's almost ready to return. And I don't don't know. Is it a quarterback controversy? No, you got to start Cam. Okay, well, he's already ruled out this week against Tennessee. I like Kyle Allen against Tennessee to to, to move the ball. Um, so I think DJ Moore next couple weeks is a guy that you could feel comfortable starting. He's on Lay's team, I believe. Uh, again, wide receiver three that you're you, – all you can ask for is the volume, the targets. And if, if he's getting double-digit targets, which, you know, three out of seven he is, he's 16th in targets, you feel good at least knowing that he's going to be involved in their game plan. How about Jerry McCoy pregame? He's like, we want all the smoke. You're, we were talking about San Fran just laying it on the Panthers. And Jerry McCoy pregame is like, we want all the smoke. And then they just tweeted back to him, you got all the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Be careful what you ask for here. I folks. know. Okay. That's a little, that's a little spot star king. Out of our, our, our birthday boy this, yeah. this month, Andy and I. Uh, um, okay. I don't want to over, you know, here's the thing. I don't want to be over dramatic, or I don't want to be. Um, I don't want to be talking out of my boots here, but again, people are stopping me in the street, asking about deep sea divers. Like literally pulling me over, pulling me over, police officers. Citizen arrest. Citizen arrest. Yeah. It pulled. It pulled me over. Hey, Mikey Mac, 
give me a deep sea diver because I'm grasping for straws here. I'm, I'm, it's that influential. Yeah, like most people get robbed for like their cell phone, their wallet, and other stuff like that, and you're just getting held by gunpoint because they want the deep exactly. sea divers. So put on the scuba gear, get the flippers on. We're going a little deep sea diving. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I've been giving a lot of zero one percenters, not this week per se, but I got a couple interesting plays. I'm gonna kick it off, pun intended, with Matt Gay, eight percent owned, Tampa Bay's kicker, eighty-seven percent on field goals this year, three for three from deep. In our league, you get five points for a fifty yard or four points for a forty. He's actually the ninth overall fantasy kicker in our league. So here's a guy that should be owned in, in by that just from because there's twelve teams in our league, he should be started. Um, I like Matt Gay this week. Last time I gave you a kicker, um, that pro- that proved huge dividends. I gave you Josh Lambeau, and he torched um, against Denver. Look, they play Seattle in Seattle. I expect them to, to stall a little bit. P- possible double-digit uh, fantasy game from your kicker, Matt Gay. You got to love when someone brings up a kicker because I have not guessed right at the kicker position at all this year. So it might be a little play for the commission going forward into the weekend. Um, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go to a wide receiver. A guy up in Detroit for the, playing for the Lions, Danny Amendola. A, a relevant name people know about for many years, but not a lot of people own. Um, back-to-back weeks of 17.5 points or more. He's averaging 70% of snap uh, during the snap count out of the slot. And uh, Detroit's been looking for that uh, slot receiver ever since. TJ Hawkinson, we got a lot of... Uh, noise about TJ. He's Hodgson. terrible. Though. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about TJ. After Hodgson. his week one explosion, he's been nowhere to be found, I and he's starting kind of, last two weeks. Bump kiss, zip. And then Danny Mandola's kind of took over that slot, that middle of the field kind of um, targets for the Lions, and especially you could you always trust Matt Stafford to get uh, his playmakers the ball. You gotta love this right now. It's Thursday night, they're showing Eastern Illinois quarterbacks. Allenberg's probably just. Salvating at the mouth, yeah. and you know Lace not watching. You know Lace, Lace not doesn't. Care. Lace didn't even know it was waiver wire Tuesday the other day. Gallagher will probably see Tony Robo spill a drink on him, yeah. just from him being clumsy. Um, you gotta love that. Does get can Gallagher even rep EIU? How many years ago there? One, two. Did he even go there? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> Did he actually go there? I, don't I think, he, I think he, he, claimed, there. he claimed residency. <laughs> he, he lived it. He lived in Charleston, but did he actually go there? I don't know. His grades say otherwise. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, interesting. I, I hate that you brought up Amendola because I'm starting him this week, so you just put the... The, the hex on here. The him. hex. The Halloween hex. Oh, Ooh. he just got lit up. Okay. I'm go- I'm sticking with the special teams theme here. Washington Redskins defense, 5% own. They're playing Buffalo. Uh, look, past three games, Washington has put up double-digit fantasy points at the defensive position. Josh Allen is prone to turnovers. Uh, look, Washington's averaging an interception a game. They have 10 sacks over the last three. Quentin Dunbar, who uh, exited last week, who's arguably the best corner in the league, is back healthy. So I think he maybe shuts down John Brown, who's kind of their number, number one. one. So, look, I, if you're looking for a defensive start, I know it's not a sexy name, but uh, you know Washington defense could be an interesting play uh, given the circumstances this week. Only 5% owned. That's, I don't even know what to say. That that's uh that's a deep sea diver. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of buys going on, so maybe maybe that's almost uh, a hell of a play if you trust Washington's D. Yeah. 
Okay. Can we just talk about Washington in general? Yeah, I don't want to spend any time on him. You don't want to spend any time on him? Trent Williams, the guy has cancer. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, the guy has cancer, and they're like, hey, it's not that significant. Well, well it's like, how bad do you feel, like, making fun of his helmet? Uh, is the helmet uncomfortable? Well, I didn't know beforehand, Mike. Well, the guy, tried, the guy didn't seem day. like he didn't want to play. And he puts a helmet on. And he said, "Hey, the helmet's not fitting right." And little did I know, he had some kind of uh, brain cancer. Yeah. But uh, if I'm the dick, what is Washington when they say it's not uh, not that serious? They already came out with a press release and said, "You know, we take the utmost care of our players," or something. I'm like, okay, Washington. No, like your your borderline should be like exiled from the league. Like you should be thrown in the XFL, and like if you have a winning record, you can come back in. They need to change their name. Yeah, maybe that's it. And Dan Steiner's just terrible. Terrible guy. Yeah. All right. We're talking about DC divers. Like, we're at that point. Like, we're eight weeks in. Like, if you haven't been listening, then just jump off a cliff. You know what I mean? We've given you so much good content of deep sea divers that are, if they're not stashed on your bench or plug and chug players, then what, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? We can't just be filling in your rosters for you guys. You know what I'm saying? So, that's this deep sea divers segment. Okay. Oh, are you transition? You want to do transition? Yeah, a little transition. Okay, can, can I transition since yeah, you're on your phone? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just getting the material ready for the next segment. All right, we're 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 moving on. to that's We're going to do a little sold-out TDs, uh, uh, week seven, uh, last week rundown. I'm just going to go quick here, but I want to. I want to. I just want to bring up the text from Dave we'll, about some karma coming his way, but go ahead. Absolutely. We'll go, we'll go last week, Andy, the spot star king, beat me 149 to 144. Uh Trotta loss as well to well, Dave Sniff Sabies farts. Well, let's just look. I mean, I put up a one forty three here, and that should have be pretty much everybody else in the league besides Andy and Channel, I believe. Oh, and yeah. and Lathe. But my point is, I don't. I, I'm not upset by it, and you know, you know, and I want to give a shout out to Channel. I texted him because we had a pretty close game going to Sunday night. I'm like, hey, you nervous at all? He's like, honestly, man, I just been chilling with my kid for his birthday, and right then I knew I was done. Because he, he was not vested into it. Like, I was emotionally, you know, drained by that point. He had no idea really what was going on. I knew he was going to win. Because he, you know, it didn't matter at all. Can I talk a little about about myself? Even though oh, I'm oh gonna, what else is me? After the Bears lose, I throw off the Cleo Matchers and I throw on the RG3. And at that time, I was leading by a lot. I, I just had Why both, you do that to both my Rams guys. If, it's like the kiss of death when I throw the RG3 jersey on. I constantly tweet them just to see if I could just get the RG3 jersey signed and you could put the hex off it, but no response from RG3. He just uh, motivational quotes. That's all he talks. Um, but, <laughs> but I think that's it for the RG3 jersey. I think it's going to be in the back of the closet, never to be worn again. Um, but that's another L for the commission. This white dude. It's He's mo- taking to the house. And Lay's going to – come on, stop him. Oh, that's a block. Wow. Late with a spot start of Kyler Murray. He just threw a 90-yard touchdown pass. Some white dude that just was running down the field. I think he's mixed. Anyways, that's moving on. Uh, my team sucks, or this team sucks. That's McCarthy wins against the Waddles. Um, 139 to 110. Pretty much putting the nail in the coffin nail for the coffin. for the, the Wadleys. And then King of the Hill, Andy, beats Morna Thielen, 139 to 135. A big win for Andy. Uh, actually, King of the Hill is Wasim. My fault. Wasim gets a big win. He goes to four and four. Ryan goes to five and three, and then we got Go DJ. That's my DJ Lath with another win. He's five and three against Lamar's attack, which is Lewis. Uh, he dropped a one thirty one, and then we move on to probably the game. Another Monday night game decided, and that was Dave Steuben Tom Squad loses one hundred eight to one hundred nine against uh, Mr. Gallagher. I don't want no chub. 
Yeah, and so what? Basically, the breakdown. Uh, I think uh, Dave was up like thirty four or thirty five with, yeah. but Gallagher had um, Aaron Jones. Connor and uh, no Connor Connor and Devontae Parker. Oh yeah, and so Gallagher squeaks out a win, and I think it was a catch for five yards and just straight garbage time, and he gets hurt. Oh, he got hurt. No, right? Con- Connor got hurt before. Oh, he did get hurt. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to be playing him. They're up big, and they were talking about why is Tomlin playing him. When you're when you're up, yeah, and he gets knocked down, he might not even play this week. That's crazy. And but then, then Devontae catches uh, a ball for five yards, puts puts uh, Gallagher over the top, which uh, was hurting. But I mean, because you know, I, I don't know if you've been following me on Twitter, but I've been making some Bulls picks, Mikey Max Bulls picks. They're terrible, dude. You're I'm two and three right now. Give me a break. Let it let it marinate a little bit. I'm still learning this team. But anyway, out of the blue, Stupid texts me. Nice call, Mikey, on the Bulls minus two with a cry emoji face. And I was very upset because I'm a huge Bulls fan, and I don't like when people talk shit about the Bulls. Um, so, and I, I responded, hey, you win that 20 cents a daily this week or nah? And he says, LOL. And then, on like, this is a low blow. And, again, he's winning big. At this point, Connor didn't even pop off or nothing yet. Like, Connor uh, ran for a tutty, like, after this point. And he's up kind of big. And so he texts me unpromptly. Like, I did not provoke this. He's, like, taking that fantasy L. This week, I see. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, that was a call for, in my opinion. Like, you don't need to throw salt in the wound. You know what I'm trying to say? I was like, hey, delete my number. And then I said, it must be nice to play a team that's going to drop an 80. And they said, luck of the draw. And then nothing after that. So, and then crickets? Uh, crickets? And then just watched his fantasy team unfold? So I think he had some, like, you, like come on. You don't, have to, you don't have to do that to people. You know, I, obviously, you know, I'm taking the loss kind of tough. Like, I don't need to hear about, you know, me taking an L from, you know, one of my guys. Absolutely. That's like, there's been, I believe, five games that's been decided, like, in the in the fourth quarter of a Monday night game, and it's been pretty close. So, that's it's been a crazy on Monday night um, in this league going forward. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, it's a little breakdown. Uh, we're gonna do a quick two minute drill. You're gonna pick your teams, and then we're we're going to the the final segments here. I'm gonna put two minutes on the clock. Let's we're gonna try. Go, we're gonna can go you, over. Can you get a little pep in your step? Like you're down, you're down four with two minutes left. Like you, you can't just walk up to the line. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Let's figure it out here, cause you're uh, you're kind of a little somber today. I don't know. Are we ready? Two minutes starting. Hold on. Two minutes starting now. As my computer loads. All right, first game we're going to do is Channel versus the Waddles. Um, right now, Channel's projected 134. The Waddles projected 127. I'm projecting... I think Channel wins again, even though I need the Waddles to win. And it's a division game. No, it's not. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Um, so, what do you take? I'm going to go Waldo. After I just buried him, I'm going to go Waldo. All right, next, we're going Simo. Uh, Versus Lamar's attack, which is Lewis right now. Like the spots are like Simo's getting rolling already. He starts Kendrick Drake. He's got twenty eight, and Christian Kirk for Lewis has only got three. Um, yeah, it's it's I, yeah. He's got he's and he's got his big guns going. And if uh, three kills still looks serviceable, even if Matt Moore plays, so yeah, I like Simo. Next one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's I know. Go. I'm trying, kid. Go. We'll go your game. We'll go Ryan. Morna Thielen versus Mikey Chester or Mikey Cheesecake. It's not even loading. So. Yeah, uh, right now Ryan started Coleman, who's got a four point five. I got gold going, so they they're canceling right now. Uh, four minutes left in that game. I mean, if Coleman goes under ten, I feel pretty good, right? 
Yeah, Ryan with a huge trade to get Drew Brees, but he's got to start once this week with Brees on a bye. Yeah, he kind of loses Tyrell, which kind of I was a little <laughs> nervous about this week. I th- I think Mike Evans goes off, and I think Rodgers goes off, and I think Ertz has a big game because, you know, the Bears have been struggling. It's a tight end position. Fair enough. I'm taking Trotta, and Coleman's not doing shit. Um, next, we're going to go go DJ. That's my DJ. Lathe versus the Battle of the Old Roommates. I don't want no Chubb. That's Gallagher versus Lathe. Uh, Gallagher's projected 132. Lathe is projected 121 now because Kyler Murray's putting up a 30. Yeah, just um, unreal. I think Keenan Allen goes off. He had a tweet, even though I fucked, trade him away. He had a tweet that he apologized to all his fantasy uh, his fantasy Ooh. owners. And he said, I think that's a big game for Keenan Allen. And he had 10 targets last week and only dropped the 12. But, and he still apologized. you got to love it. I think Keenan Allen goes off against Green Bay. And uh, as long as James Conner is healthy. I think he's gonna be good, and we're not even close. So that? I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Gallagher in that yeah, game. Yeah, I'm gonna take Gallagher too. Uh, Tom Squad versus Spot Start King. That's Andy versus Dave. Uh, battle of best friends. Yeah, Emmanuel Dave. Sanders drops a twenty four, and Kill drops a nineteen. You hate going in there. You need big games out of Zeke at Giants and Delvin Cook against Zeke KC. Monday, I think has a big one. Yeah, Edelman's been kind of tearing it up too. So. Uh, it's all, I think it all comes down to Minshew. And I don't think Tom Brady's at like I don't think Tom Brady's gonna get you at twenty five. I agree. And then last but not least, we got the commish versus Mr. McCarthy. The commish is in desperate need of a win. I'm projecting one thirty five. McCarthy's projecting one fourteen. We will see. I'm starting Rivers versus Green Bay. ODB OBJ, old dirty bastard. Um it all depends for me, I think, what I get out of Watkins. And um, we'll see if Montgomery stays hot for the Bears against Philly. But I need big games out of it. I'm right now trying to decide between Royce Freeman and Sonny Michelle. And I know that they benched Flacco after he was talking crap about uh, Vic Fangio. Even though he had a neck injury, he's probably pulled his neck looking over his shoulder because Fangio was going to kill him. But um, we'll see what that Denver offense is with that new. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I need, you should probably look into that. I'm feeling pretty confident, but we will see. I'm desperate in need of a win. Speaking of confidence, uh, no daily Dave this week because I iced him out after what he did to me on Monday. No, I we just couldn't link up this week. Um, mortgage payment. Give me give me some bets that you like here, Randy. Uh, how how, how close were we to a two minute drill? Way over? Way, no, way over. Did we? Should we do like a four minute drill? Like no, we were at the situation when we we're like. We couldn't get the snap off to keep the field goal because we had to spike the ball. So, we lost the game. Oh, you mean like with 45 seconds left and like you're a 33% chance better to kick a 30-yarder besides a 40-yarder and you decide it was not in your repertoire to even try to pass the ball, even run the ball. And then we don't even know we don't even know which hash mark our kicker likes to kick from kind of deal. Yeah, I know, I know. And then Panero's like, yeah, I don't want to make excuses, but I'd rather have that in the middle of the field because I'm more comfortable there. It's like one of those things, I don't want to make excuses and blame anyone, but I'm going to blame everyone. Yeah. So, fantastic. Yeah, I love that, Panero. Did God help him with that one? Or did, I, no, well, no, I was just saying, no, rest easy, Bears fans, because God wanted to miss that kick. Hey, a little uh, a little tidbit I heard from uh, one of our, our sources is Eddie Panero's girlfriend goes to Downers Grove, wherever Ryan, whatever uh, one uh-huh. of our league members coaches at. And he's dating one of the football player sisters, so he'll probably be at a playoff game coming soon. So if you want to find Eddie Panero and just say hello, hey, maybe make no, a kick. I have no interest. No interest in talking to Eddie Panero. All right, moving on to the mortgage payment. 
Um, right now, I got a couple games I want to sprinkle some, uh, a little little loot on, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, first one, just we'll do, just do the cell phone bill. It's Cowboys at Giants. Giants are plus seven. Uh, that's a Monday night, I mean, Monday night game? Monday night game. Monday night game. Um, if you want to buy a half point at six and a half, I do like the Cowboys to uh, kind of take it to the Giants, and the Cowboys are kind of taking over that division. So I'm big proponents of the Cowboys. Um, what do you think about that, Mike? I don't know. Just buying half the point really make a difference. Sometimes I don't. I don't like to be beat on a seven and push. Okay. Okay. See, I'm, I mean, you know, I was just curious. Yeah. Okay. Um, especially division games and stuff like that. Yeah. Seven points is kind Usually of a lot. Closer, yeah. Next, we got Lions at Oakland. I'll say this one, um, this uh, utility bill. Lions at Oakland. Oakland's minus two and a half. I think Oakland wins by at least four. Oakland's offensive and defensive line is very good. So I think they kind of dominate that game. And they get the running game going with uh, Josh Jacobs. So I think Oakland's going to win that game. Okay. Um, another one I like is the Bears getting four and a half. Oh, at, e- at Eagles, and here's the reason why the Bears only only lost two games I could think of, two games the last two years by more than seven points. They lost to the Patriots by seven, and then they kind of got when they got smoked by New Orleans. But everything else has been three points coming down to the wire. Okay. So Bears okay. keep it close. I think the Bears if I think the Bears lose by three, so I'm gonna take the Bears in that. Um, here's the two big ones for me: Colts at Steelers. Colts, uh, Steelers are plus plus one. I think the Colts oust them. You would think, right? You would I think imagine. so. Yeah, you would imagine. You would think. I so, agree. So I'm a bet. I'm a bet that pretty heavy. I bet you that line comes Sunday is going to go up to like two and a half. I think the Colts are going to get pounded for uh, by the by the Sharks by in the Vegas. Sharks, yeah. And last but not least, I got a little parlay for you guys. Ooh. Pa- Packers minus three and a half at Chargers. I'd parlay the Packers, and the over under is forty eight and a half, and I'd take the over. Okay, a little double dip. Uh, double dip. I I don't think Green. You you saw Matt Moore kind of t- torch Green Bay's defense, and it was kind of a shootout. So I I believe that the Chargers are going to get on the board. They're going to be spreading the ball out a lot, but I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be too much. He's playing back to his MVP ways, and you got to love that if you own Aaron Rodgers, aka Mikey Cheesecake. So I'm taking the Packers. Uh, minus three and a half and the over. Okay, um, real quickly, I got I got uh, you know, I like I like we did. I got a guy from work that is just on fire picking college football games. I got a couple, couple college guys. football. Yeah, this, this is a college football yeah, podcast yeah. now. You know, his, his name is also Dave. Davey Dimes picks the house here. Just a couple that I'm just throwing it out there. He that he loves this week. And here's a guy. I'm telling you guys when I say that he is money with college games. Like he'll, how, how long have you had this guy? Yeah, three years now. Three years he's been giving. He's been feeding you just numbers. Cal- he's unreal. Hey, why is he feeding you numbers? You don't even bet. I don't know. So he likes SMU Memphis. He loves the over at seventy one and a half, and he thinks that by the time kickoff starts, it's going to be around seventy five. So go ahead and take it now. The over seventy one and a half. He also likes Navy tomorrow minus twenty seven and a half. So I guess who? Don't know. Oh, just okay. so you're just, you're just <laughs> throwing out random games. He, okay. just, he just texted me. He also likes the Navy team total of uh, over 41.5. So he likes Navy big tomorrow. It's a Navy game. I'm just saying that he just he said, hey, trust me, Davey Dimes. My guy, Davey Dimes. So I'm just, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. 
Oh, man, this is a good show, and this is my kind of show because it's not an hour. It's like 35, 40 minutes. This is where you, you, you really catch me in a, a good mood. Of, we gave a lot of meat and potatoes last week, and now it's just meat, you could say? Just all meat? Or that keto diet? Car- oh, I thought we were carbo-loading this week. Carbo-loading means it's a lot. You want, we're eating clean, just meat and to the point. Well, yeah, as I'm saying, there's a lot of fluff in this, not really. It's not not a lot not a lot of substance, not a lot of substance in this one. I thought I don't know not a lot of you know that's what I'm saying carbo load. Yeah, you might want to save that for the comments in the comments section. Yeah, well, hey, yeah, that's another thing. Check us out on Twitter. I mean, I don't know if you've been following me lately, but Mikey Max uh, Bulls picks have been hot hot button conversation on Twitter. I'm just saying. Hey, what was the bet you told me about Golden State? <laughs> I told Randy, I was doing Golden State, Oklahoma City's a pick em. And then I was like, dude, take Golden State, pound them. Hammer. And, and then at, at, and the end first, at the end of the first quarter, it was 43 to 13. Yeah, it was like they were down 30 the whole game. So, well, maybe whatever I pick, take the opposite. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Then you'd be 3 and 2. You'd be in the money. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, check us on Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. Um, good show today. Thanks, really bro. Good Really good show. Um, as always, I'm Mikey Mack. That's the commission, Randy Hansen. Remember, it's never too late to come relax in the lounge. Take care, y'all. Happy Halloween. <laughs>